Hello, and welcome to the Matterport, Inc. Fiscal 2022 Third Quarter Results Conference Call. All participants will be in listen-only mode. Should you need assistance, please signal a conference specialist by pressing the star key, follow a zero. After today's presentation, there will be an opportunity to ask questions. To ask a question, you may press star, then one, on your touchtone phone. To withdraw your question, please press star, then two. Please note, today's event is being recorded. I'd now like to turn the conference over to your host today, Lindsay Savarese, Investor Relations. Ms. Savarese, please go ahead. Thank you. I am pleased to welcome you to Matterport's third quarter 2022 financial results conference call. After the market closed today, Matterport released results for the third quarter 2022 and September 30th, 2022. The release is available on the company's website at investors.matterport.com. This call is being recorded and webcast live. A link to the recording can be found on the Investor Relations section of the Matterport website. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that today's call contains forward-looking statements within the meaning of federal securities laws, including but not limited to statements regarding Matterport's future financial results and management's expectations and plans for the business. These forward-looking statements are subject to numerous risks and uncertainties that may cause actual results to differ materially from those discussed on today's call. Additional information regarding the risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ from forward-looking statements can be found in our filings with the SEC. Any forward-looking statements made on this call speak only as of today, and Matterport assumes no obligation to update or revise them, whether of new developments or otherwise, except as required by law. In addition, today's call may include discussion of non-GAAP financial measures. These measures should be considered as a supplement to and not as a substitute for GAAP financial measures. Reconciliation of each of these non-GAAP financial measures to the most directly comparable GAAP measure can be found in today's earnings desk, which is available on the company's website. Hosting today's call are R.J. Pittman, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Matterport, and J.D. Fay, Chief Financial Officer. And with that, I'd like to turn it over to R.J. to begin. Thanks, Lindsay. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I am pleased to share that we have posted another record quarter delivering on our product strategy and key results. Total revenue for the third quarter of 2022 was a record $38 million, up 37% from the third quarter of 2021. Our subscription revenue for the third quarter was a record $19 million, up 21% from the year-ago quarter. Both of these figures are above the top end of our guidance ranges. We have delivered a record quarter amidst rising inflation and uncertainty across the geopolitical landscape, further demonstrating the timely cost savings and productivity gains our customers are experiencing with our digital twin solution today. We are achieving success by sticking to our key operating principles laid out at the start of the year. I'd like to expand on them a bit further. First is innovation. We continue to make strategic investments in our products and services that deliver on our long-term vision for Matterport. In Q3, we introduced our most significant products of the decade, essential to the enterprise and essential to capturing every type of building inside and out. 
Customer response has been incredible, and we'll share more on this shortly. Second, we're committed to ensuring our customers get maximum value from digitizing their properties and growing their portfolio of digital twins in the cloud. The Matterport Cloud software solution enables businesses to realize more efficient facilities management by putting their buildings online and making them accessible to employees and teams anywhere, anytime, at a lower capital cost. Enterprises today are increasingly turning to Matterport's digital twins to repurpose and optimize the use of their facilities while instantly boosting productivity in the remote work environment. Third, as demand for our products and services continues to grow, we remain focused on maximizing the efficiency of our growth. We do this through constant optimization of our priorities, program spend, and marketing efficiency to strengthen our long-term outlook. Combined with our strong balance sheet, this discipline provides a durable foundation from which to execute our business plan. In fact, we're ahead of plan this year with driving improvements to operating efficiency that when combined with revenue growth, drove non-GAAP net loss per share to $0.09, cents, which exceeded our guidance range for the quarter. We reported strong operating metrics with our subscriber base, growing to 657,000 subscribers in the third quarter, which was up 50% from the year-ago quarter. Our spaces under management also increased to over 8.7 million spaces, up more than 40% from the year-ago quarter. As we close in on our 10 million space milestone, it is important to point out that the spaces we are digitizing are getting larger. Fueled by the strong underlying demand from our enterprise customers with large buildings to capture and the tireless efforts of our employees who have delivered on big commitments to our customers. We're experiencing strong demand despite uncertain global economic conditions, primarily because our digital twins are deflationary saving organizations time and money by reducing operational costs. Furthermore, businesses recognize the importance of investing in solutions that provide employees with flexibility while boosting productivity. Hybrid and remote work is not a trend. It has become integral to the future of work, and for many people, it is the expectation. It is why large multinational enterprises use our digital twin platform to remotely train employees, operate their facilities, and market their properties. This is also why we generated record bookings from new and existing customers in the third quarter for Matterport subscription services, capture services, and products. Next, I'd like to discuss our operating progress for the third quarter in more detail, and then I'll hand it over to J.D. Faye to discuss our financial results and outlook. Innovation is the cornerstone for the company. It steers the investments into our products and services that are critical to the success of our customers and partners. And in the third quarter, we launched the all-new Matterport Pro 3 camera. The Pro 3 is a game-changer for 3D capture in every way. All-new sensor technology, including state-of-the-art LiDAR and RGB sensors, with powerful onboard software that delivers breakthrough performance in a gorgeous, highly portable form factor. Pro 3 has already digitized stadiums, arenas, and is ready to capture every aspect of the physical world, indoors and outdoors, at unprecedented speed, 
scale, and precision. With over 100 meter range, the Pro 3 camera and our next generation digital twin cloud platform combined to deliver unmatched performance at a price point that's all its own. I've never been more excited and more confident in our capture strategy as we head towards 2023. With Pro 3 in the lineup, no building, no physical space is out of reach for Matterport. This is key to our plan and ensures that we have a solution for every type of customer as digital twins are becoming increasingly more important to businesses around the world. Business leaders are acutely focused on reducing operational expenses while accelerating the productivity of their workforce. Our digital twins provide a number of value-added services and property insights that empower customers to better manage and understand their properties, ultimately driving down costs while increasing operating efficiencies. Customers can make data-driven decisions while remotely managing their facilities, conducting virtual inspections, and collaborating in real time with on-site staff to avoid downtime or to roll out operational procedures. Demand for digital twins continues to rise as third-party research firms like Forrester Research are reporting more than half of global software technology decision makers are already adopting digital twins. Capgemini has noted digital twins can reduce time to market and improve operational efficiency and sustainability efforts. In addition, McKinsey noted in a recent published paper that it expects digital twins will soon become key tools for optimizing processes and making in every industry. I'd like to discuss one of our new customers in the architecture and engineering space. This quarter, we announced our relationship with Burns McDonald. Burns McDonald is one of the largest engineering companies in the United States and is a family of companies with 10,000 engineers, construction professionals, architects, and staff focusing on the design and construction of critical infrastructure. Burns and McDonald customers use the Matterport Digital Twin platform including software services and hardware to optimize construction expansion and maintenance projects. The collaboration equips businesses in the energy, utility, and manufacturing industries with a continuous digital and visual documentation solution that improves operations, enhances collaboration, and increases safety in each project stage. With Matterport, Burns & McDonald provides digital twin management and solutions that have helped its customer base, including Central Lincoln People's Utility District, an electric utility company based in Oregon that serves roughly 55,000 customers. Since leveraging the Matterport platform starting in 2018, the utility has decreased costly employee travel, increased collaboration across teams, while eliminating the need for over 250 expensive repeat site visits to 45 different facilities, allowing them to complete their project budget and on time. Next up is the new digital twin platform in the cloud. Also in the third quarter, we launched a reimagined digital twin cloud software platform for the enterprise. Our market-leading digital twin platform creates, publishes, and manages digital twins of buildings and spaces of any size or shape, indoors or outdoors. We added a set of new, seamlessly integrated capabilities 
so customers can securely create immersive environments for their employees, customers, and partners to collaborate and explore. We created a new workgroup collaboration framework called VIEWS to enable groups and large organizations to create separate, permissions-based workflows to manage different tasks with different teams. For example, virtual inspection, remote training, space planning, personalized virtual tours, and so much more. We also created new tools called guided tours and tags to elevate the visitor experience. Now, marketing and sales teams can create directed virtual tours of any commercial or residential space tailored to the interests of their visitors. And operations teams can create guided online training courses for remote workers, all from the same single digital twin. Along with these features, we launched a fully enabled mobile solution that brings together capture, customization, view, edit, publish, and restore capabilities to digital twins all within the new Matterport app for both iOS and Android devices. Previously, these capabilities were provided in separate mobile apps and available only on the web. Now, our cloud software platform offers a combination of security, compliance, and access control features that Fortune 500 customers require. We offer longer service and support hours, expanded language support, SOC 2 compliance certification, and provide professional services with robust SLAs. To expand our reach into enterprises, in the third quarter, we launched a new relationship with TD Cynics. TD Cynics has a network of resellers serving industries, including the technology sector, government agencies, retail manufacturing, construction, and more. TD Cynics is a leading distributor and IT solutions integrator with a workforce of over 22,000 people, supporting over 150,000 customers. With this partnership, Matterport joins more than 1,500 best-in-class technology vendors in TD Synex's portfolio. We have already engaged with a number of these resellers, and toward the end of the third quarter, we began to work together on go-to-market training. These resellers and their sales teams were offer Matterport's industry-leading technology to their customers, delivering the value of digital twins to the enterprise and public sector. Our enterprise customers are becoming more confident in the power of our digital twins and are scaling with Matterport, bringing new spaces online every day. We saw rapid revenue growth from our largest customers and a strong net dollar expansion rate. And the enterprise go-to-market organization we have been building over the last year started to yield tangible results in the third quarter. Now, 23% of the Fortune 1000 companies use Matterport as the customer value proposition is clear to them and demand continues to build. I am encouraged by the results of our team's hard work and commitment to scaling our digital twin platform for our customers and look forward to helping them accomplish their own digital transformation with tangible results. Finally, I would like to provide an update on our strategic acquisition of BHT Studios, which closed in early July. The integration of our operations is now largely complete. DHT extends our industry leadership with a more comprehensive approach to marketing properties online. 
Together with VHT, we have moved our offering closer to the customer to service more property listings with a more robust digital marketing solution than we've ever offered before. VHT's market leadership in digital property marketing spans more than 20 years and represents tremendous strategic value for Matterport's digital twin platform for the residential real estate market and offers great potential to impact our commercial real estate and travel and hospitality markets as well, where digital marketing is vital to growth. Together, VHT and Matterport are creating the most comprehensive digital twin marketing technology platform targeted at large-scale residential real estate brokerages and enterprises with our digital twin at the center. VHT has established and maintained dozens of long-standing enterprise customers, including seven of the top 10 brokers in the United States, like Ad Properties, Baird & Warner, Caldwell Banker, Compass, Corcoran Group, and Douglas Element. We look forward to working with all of them and growing our business together. VHT's world-class customer service has cultivated lasting relationships with their clients, with the majority of the largest customers on board for nearly two decades. In the third quarter, we launched our first offering, combining Matterport's digital twin and related content with VHT's content in capture solution that includes photos, videos, drone images, and more. Since the launch of this combined solution, we have seen a tripling of the order rate for the combined solution. This is a compelling early milestone for the two companies, which gives us confidence to continue to build on the first offering over the next several quarters. In addition, the early progress adds to our excitement that the combination can expand our reach with leading brands to discover the power of the digital twin and our unique property data insights to every listing online. We are closely attuned to the evolving real estate landscape, and Matterport has proven to be an indispensable tool in competitive markets and in constrained markets when demand softens and properties stay on the market longer. We recently released a survey conducted by OnePoll where 89% of recent home buyers identified 3D virtual tours as important to the home buying process. Our digital twins, when used to create 3D virtual tours, provides property agents and brokers with an affordable and effective catalyst to win listings, drive buyer engagement, and sell properties more quickly. As residential real estate prices cool, Matterport Digital Twins are indispensable tools for differentiating the nearly 6 million annual listings in the U.S. and moving buyers to action. I will now turn it over to J.D. Fade to discuss our financial performance for the third quarter and the full-year outlook. Thank you, RJ. I'm very pleased to report that Q3 was a record quarter for Matterport, delivering record total revenue of $38 million. Our total revenue was up 37% from the third quarter of 2021, up 33% from the prior quarter, and above our guidance range of $35 to $37 million. We saw strength across all three of our main revenue lines, including subscription revenue, services revenue, and product revenue. Indeed, both subscription revenue and services revenue achieved new records in the quarter. Subscription revenue rose to $19 million in the quarter, which was up 21% from the year-ago period, 
and above the top end of our guidance of $18.5 to $18.8 million. In addition, our annual recurring revenue grew to a record $76 million. Of our record 657,000 subscribers at the end of the third quarter, we had 594,000 free subscribers and 63,000 paid subscribers. Our subscribers continue to increase their spend with us as well. Our net dollar expansion rate was 106% in Q3. We continue to see strong expansion with our enterprise customers in the third quarter. On a combined basis, this strength was partially offset by lower expansion in our small and medium business customers who are growing more slowly in response to the volatility in the macro environment. These trends in enterprise and small and medium businesses have been fairly steady all year. Services revenue for the third quarter was a record $10 million, an extraordinary 204% increase year over year. Our services revenue continued to grow during the quarter, exceeding our expectations, and the acquisition of VHT, which met our expectations, provided the strength in this revenue line. Our services offerings include capture services, where we capture our customers' physical spaces for a fee, and other offerings, including scan-to-BIM, schematic floor plans, and the VHT services RJ discussed earlier. Enterprise customers are increasingly turning to capture services to get onto our platform quickly and at scale, leveraging the existing installed base of service providers who already own Pro 2 cameras and now Pro 3 cameras, as well as other compatible cameras. Our product revenue was $9 million in the third quarter compared to $8.6 million in a year ago period. In addition, our product revenue grew 78% sequentially from the second quarter. This was primarily due to two factors. First, we made substantial progress in our supply chain efforts in the third quarter. We secured sufficient materials to build and ship through all of the order backlog for our Pro 2 camera. This achievement is significant for the company as we have been working with supply chain constraints since the fourth quarter of 2021. Second, we launched and began shipments of our new Pro 3 camera. The Pro 3 camera includes a number of powerful enhancements. The Pro 3 is packed with a 20 megapixel sensor and a 12 element lens for ultra wide angle capture. The Pro 3 has a high precision LiDAR sensor, which captures 100,000 points per second at a depth of up to 100 meters. With a faster boot time and swappable batteries, the camera can perform in any environment, indoors and outdoors. Finally, the Pro 3 has a totally new, striking design and is 30% smaller and 35% lighter than our previous model. The Pro 3 camera also has a separate supply chain compared to the Pro 2 camera, and this enabled us to begin shipping the Pro 3 in North America on time in the third quarter. We rapidly sold out of our initial build quantity. Over the next several quarters, we are working to expand our certifications to be able to ship the Pro 3 globally as well. Our strong total revenue for the quarter included approximately $1 million of demand from the fourth quarter that we were able to satisfy in the third quarter. We delivered on one of our large services contracts a quarter earlier than scheduled. Additionally, we were able to expand our initial inventory of Pro 3 cameras and deliver those additional cameras to customers in the third quarter instead of in the fourth quarter as originally planned.
Moving on to gross margin, our total non-GAAP gross margin for the third quarter was 48%, flat compared with the second quarter. Our subscription gross margin was 72%, also flat with the second quarter. Product gross margin was 13% in the third quarter as compared to a negative 37% in the second quarter. With our progress in the supply chain and ability to produce our Pro 2 and Pro 3 cameras in volume, our cost structure improved markedly. Additionally, we experienced a decrease in the magnitude of higher costs incurred to secure the supply of components, as well as moderating freight costs. Accordingly, we saw a recovery of our product gross margin consistent with our guidance in the prior conference call. Reviewing non-GAAP operating expenses in the third quarter, which include the expenses associated with the acquisition and operations of BHT, research and development expenses were $12.4 million, down $0.8 million sequentially from Q2, or 6%. The decrease in spending reflects both our focus on operating efficiency and the release of several new subscription service offerings, as well as our Pro3 camera, to production in the third quarter enabling a reduction in the related R&D program spending. SG&A expenses for Q3 were $33.7 million, down $1.9 million sequentially from Q2, or 5%. The decrease was primarily due to close monitoring and reductions of our program and other spend in the quarter. We expected that our quarterly operating expenses would peak in the third quarter, however, we were able to reduce spending significantly from our original plans, focusing on realizing returns from our investments earlier in the year, increasing the efficiency of our operations, and at the same time exceeding our revenue objective. As a result, for the third quarter, non-GAAP net loss was $26.9 million, and diluted non-GAAP loss per share was $0.09, cents, better than our guidance range of a $0.13 to $0.15 cent loss and a remarkable 25% improvement sequentially from the second quarter. Weighted average share count is roughly 286 million shares. Moving on to our balance sheet, which remains strong, we ended the quarter with $495 million in cash and investments after payment for the acquisition of HT, and we do not have any debt. We believe that we are more than fully funded to achieve the business plan we have in place. Today, we are introducing financial guidance for the fourth quarter. For the fourth quarter, we expect total revenue to be in the range of $39 million to $41 million. We expect subscription revenue to be in the range of $19 million to $19.2 million. This guidance means that we expect full year 2022 total revenue to be in the range of $134 million to $136 million, with a midpoint that is unchanged from our prior guidance last quarter. And we expect full-year 2022 subscription revenue to be in the range of $73.5 to $73.7 million. Broadly, we continue to believe that the supply chain constraints are moderating. At the same time, we believe that the environment remains fluid and we continue to carefully monitor and proactively address challenges as they arise. Also, we continue to experience strong demand for our products. On balance, our product revenue expectations are curtailed more by supply availability than demand. 
Overall, we expect the sum of services and product revenue to be divided roughly evenly between those two line items in the fourth quarter. We expect fourth quarter non-GAAP loss per share to be in the range of 9 to 11 cents. We expect operating expenses to be roughly flat sequentially in the fourth quarter compared to the third quarter. For the full year of 2022, we expect a 41 to 43 cent non-GAAP loss per share, which represents a significant improvement from our previous guidance of a 46 to 50 cent loss. We are focused on accelerating our path to profitability. In the last call, I discussed that we implemented plans to reduce our overall spending. I'm pleased that we started to see these cost savings flow through our income statement beginning in the third quarter. This progress is one to two quarters ahead of our initial expectations. We have operated the business profitably in the past and are focused on returning to profitability as we continue to grow the top line. Our high margin subscription business and strong business model combined with our past profitable operating performance, continues to provide us confidence in the long-term strength of this business. Now, I would like to turn the call back over to RJ. Thank you, JD. Our record Q3 results demonstrate the strength of our value proposition and growing demand for our innovative new products that are disrupting the industry. We continue to navigate the dynamics of the global market with agility, while delivering for a growing roster of customers around the globe. Matterport solution is fast becoming an essential ingredient to help companies deliver measurable cost savings, operating efficiencies, and critical productivity gains in an environment where every business is looking at how to get their businesses healthy and more efficient. Matterport Value Proposition offers a unique opportunity for companies to transform their business operations with a low-cost cloud subscription plan that is unmatched and fueled by 11 years of R&D focused on providing the best tools for marketing, managing, and optimizing properties of any kind. Matterport is at the forefront of one of the most important transitions to technology in the physical world, and our platform is digitizing buildings in almost every country of the world. With 23% of the Fortune 1000 using Matterport to manage their enterprise facilities, real estate portfolios, factories, offices, and retail locations, we have great confidence in our long-term plan. Our enterprise business is executing well, and we are enhancing the features and use cases of our platform to rapidly meet the needs of our growing customer base. We expect the global economy to remain constrained heading into 2023. We will continue to execute on our strategies that has proven successful to drive steady growth, even in times of uncertainty across the industry. We are focused on meeting the rising customer demand and driving global adoption of Matterport's digital twins in pursuit of our mission to make every building and every space more valuable and accessible. We have the world's largest subscriber base for digital twins, and we have created more digital twins than any other company to date. The market opportunity for Matterport Digital Twins is both enormous and expanding. Thanks to a record Q3 of innovation and strong business results, we are very well positioned to grow market share and scale our global enterprise business. 
Our latest offering is more powerful and versatile than ever before. And importantly, it's even easier to use. Product market fit is better than ever. We are delivering digital transformation to the largest asset class in the world, real estate. And today, we can generate a precision, photorealistic digital twin for every building on Earth using powerful AI software and a wide array of capture devices. With more than 4 billion buildings in the world, we are still in the early stages of this industry revolution. And the industry is responding positively to Matterport's continuous innovation and market expansion. We couldn't be more confident and energized for the opportunity that lies ahead. Operator, we are now ready for questions. Thank you. At this time, we will begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, you may press star, then one, on your touchtone phone. If you are using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing the keys. To withdraw your question, please press star, then two. At this time, we will pause momentarily to assemble the roster. And the first question comes from Bob and Shaw with Deutsche Bank. Thanks for taking my question and congrats on the quarter. RJ, just first, I mean, you spoke a bit about your continued improvement in your enterprise go-to-market strategy. And I know in the past you guys have spoke about larger customers maybe being slower to grant. Can you just talk about the trends you're seeing here with these customers today and what you've done over the last quarter to maybe accelerate that, or are they still kind of seeing a sluggish start to ran into their commitments? Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks for the question. Um, let me start by saying a couple of things. Uh, it's, it's an evolving two-way street. First is, uh, on Matterport side, as you've heard from us, you know, over the past two quarters, we have been investing in the capacity uh, to manage and expand uh, our customers through our own customer success investments, through our own client success tools and capabilities that provide a faster response to helping our customers and meeting our, meeting our customers where they are today. Um, we've made tremendous strides and forward progress um, in all three regions around the world in re really fleeting up that capacity to deliver. So this is um, the first step, you know, in accelerating that path for us and is really starting to show some early green shoots. So, and it really, it begins at the, at the start of, of an engagement with a customer where um, we're, we're initially seeing even uh, some improvements and acceleration in the sales cycle itself. Right, with that increased capacity on the front lines and also the increased capacity uh, to support our customers once they are on the platform. So uh, the good news is uh, you pair that with all of the innovation that we've also brought forward, squarely centered on the enterprise solution, and it's also streamlining adoption in these organizations because the product is easier to use, it's more secure, it's more turnkey to deploy into these larger more complex environment. So early days, but uh, really great progress on all fronts. That's helpful there. And, and just to follow up for, for, for JD, can you just give us some insight into the contribution from VHT this quarter? And then I guess from a guidance standpoint, can you just talk about what's embedded in terms of your 4Q guide relative to the macro and, and the macro assumptions embedded in that? Sure, thanks, Bob. And yeah, for VHT, in the, in the quarter, it delivered, it delivered about $4.5 million of revenue, uh, which was uh, consistent with what our uh, internal forecast and guidance were, which is great. Um, it 
uh, is a more seasonal business because it's focused on the U.S. residential real estate market, as we talked about in the last call. And, and we said in that last call in Q2 that uh, we would expect that to be sequentially softer as a result, and I'm still seeing that today. But again, consistent with our expectations going into the second half of the year. Uh, and in general, with respect to the macro environment, uh, our guidance reflects the perspective that Q4 is going to be very similar to Q3 with respect to macro. You know, we've all read the um, movements in interest rates, and uh, we've seen the volatility in the markets over the last quarter, uh, and, and even and even earlier than that this year. And so, uh, with respect to our guidance, we're going to assume more of the same. And so that's what's built in. Super helpful. Thanks for taking my questions and the congrats again. Thank you. And the next question comes from Brent Braceland with Hyper Sandler and Company. Hi, guys. This is Hannah Rudolph on for Brent today. Thanks for taking my questions. Just first one for you, RJ. I guess, could you think about how you're thinking about cross-selling your core offerings into the existing VHT Studios customers and how quickly you could realize that? Thanks, Hannah. Sure. We are realizing it uh, already today. One of the things I'm really proud to report is how fast we have worked together with VHT since the acquisition to create a joint offering, get it in market, uh, and get some customer wins, right? And essentially what we're doing is creating an all-in-one solution that makes it easy for anybody in the real estate game, in particular residential real estate here with VHT, um, to get all of your property marketing needs taken care of in one single um, package, it, which now uh, has Matterport Digital Twins at the center, right? So photography, aerial photography, uh, web assets and content, and of course the, the Matterport Digital Twin. Um, everybody that's doing, you know, uh, residential real estate marketing is looking for the total package. Sometimes they get it from one, two, or three different sources, and today they can get it from a single one and at a much more competitive price by putting it all together in a single package. So uh, really excited to see how quickly we moved within the, the, the quarter of the acquisition uh, to deploy our first commercial offering. We've got a lot more coming uh, in this regard next year, and we're actually using this blueprint as uh, a framework for how we're going to scale this in Europe and across Asia as well. We've got huge untapped opportunity to just keep grabbing more uh, market share in RRE in those regions as well. Great, super helpful. And then second one, it's, it's nice to hear about the positive reception for the Pro 3 camera in the quarter. I guess how much did that contribute to product revenue this quarter? And then how much did the release of that new camera impact the strong demand you saw for capture services? Sure, I'll take maybe the top part of it. J.D., you can, you can talk about, uh, you know, kind of the details of it. Uh, response for Pro 3 has been extraordinary. And remember, this is a product that, you know, enters the market at uh, twice the price, at $6,000 entry point uh, of our uh, longstanding uh, uh, flagship product, the uh, Pro 2 camera. And uh, despite the, the higher price, it's really uh, the performance in the package here that is kind of stealing the show and is what's certainly – um, created a price performance uh, package here that's in a class all its own that even 
customers in, uh, in line for a Pro 2 camera, more than maybe we've even expected, have uh, decided to jump up uh, and go for Pro 3 instead. And uh, that's just a, a really strong show of, of support that I think we've really nailed, again, the, not only the price point, but that, that product market fit and extraordinary new set of capabilities. It's a, it's a very exciting product for us. And, you know, it is, without question, you know, it exceeded our, our expectations on the quarter, exceeded all available inventory we had. Um, and, uh, you know, we expect to see just that, that demand continue through the rest of this year and, and well into 23, because we still have quite a bit more work to do to just get that product availability everywhere in the world. We started in, in North America, and we're now in that, that process this quarter of uh, getting our distribution channels globalized. Katie, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, thanks. Um, so product revenue largely was comprised of uh, the Pro 2 camera, of course, coming out of its backlog situation, us being able to ship that in volume. So we had very strong sequential growth uh, in product revenue with the Pro 2 camera. And then, as, as RJ just mentioned, we, we started shipping the Pro 3 essentially toward the end of the quarter. So it was a meaningful contributor to product revenue in the third quarter, uh, but, but still a minority of the revenue. Um, and then, of course, as, as RJ mentioned, as we, we get into full quarters of shipment into more regions, we'd expect Pro 3 uh, revenue and, and potentially in the mix uh, to, to grow in, a, in that product revenue line. We, we don't actually report them as separate line items. We report that product revenue number as combined uh, total figure, but that's what's moved uh, broadly in the quarter. That makes sense. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And once again, please press star, then one, if you would like to ask a question. And the next question comes from Yun Kim with Loop Capital Markets. Great. Thank you. Um, first, congrats on a solid quarter and a successful launch of Pro 3. Um, with the launch of Pro 3 camera, was there any related price increase for the subscription plan or any new um, high high price uh, tier that was introduced, and if yes, how should we think about the ARPU trending for, uh, um, for, um, how, how should we think about the, how should we think about the ARPU trending as a Pro 2 customers uh, migrate over to Pro 3? Sure, thanks, Yun. Uh, first up is <clears throat> there are a few things that put the Pro 3 camera and let's call it the total digital twin uh, platform solution uh, in a new class, in a new tier, including um, uh, some opportunities for upsell. In particular, this is a, a much higher fidelity, higher precision capture device, and so we can actually produce a much higher fidelity 3D model or 3D digital twin and 3D mesh. And we can unlock greater fidelity, higher performance uh, in the digital twin platform for those customers that have more exacting requirements, higher precision uh, and fidelity uh, requirements for construction, industrial or manufacturing needs, you name it. Um, and so that indeed will uh, definitely create some expansion within our existing customers that are moving up to Pro 3, not only on the product side, but also uh, in the subscription revenue. The next piece is there's a, a growing correlation, you know, with the high-performance uh, capture capabilities of Pro 3 and uh, the space that we are standing up for 
uh, datafication, right, which is our property intelligence and property insights uh, add-ons, some of which are available in our marketplace today, and more of them are coming, uh, you know, in the quarters to come here uh, that are going to increase in, in value and relevance uh, once you have a higher fidelity digital twin uh, in your platform uh, going forward, right? So we're going to see a few different opportunities here where we're going to be able to move our customers um, uh, upward in terms of their investment that they're making uh, per subscriber. Okay, great for that answer. Um, obviously, uh, the other question that I have is um, probably on, on uh, everyone's mind. Um, if you can, I know you talked about it um, somewhat in your prepared remarks, but if you can give us some insight into how the current uh, real estate market, uh, both residential and commercial, is impacting your business. For instance, um, you know, is that is the growth coming from that vertical? Um, is, is, has that been slowing anything offset by um, you know the growth in the other verticals? How should we think about the um, you know uh, the the overall impact of the uh, real estate market in your business? Sure. So as as the real estate market continues to feel the pressure and the constraints here in uh, FY22, Matterport has managed to hold it steady, right? So uh, growth continues in the RRE category for us, and um, that's partly because um, there is still plenty of room for Matterport to grow as our value proposition becomes more and more clear uh, to the customers that are not yet uh, on our platform and are not yet using a digital twin are realizing that even in a constrained market and perhaps even especially in a constrained market, just like we saw in the early days of COVID, um, more efficient um, and more effective property marketing is more critical than ever, right? Uh, this is a time when if properties are listed, those homeowners are hoping that their property sells quickly and for the best price. And we've established over the last 10 years um, very, very strong proof points that that's exactly what happens. Homes that have a Matterport digital twin attached to their listing uh, sell faster and for a higher price. And so it becomes increasingly more important, not less important, uh, in a constrained market like this. And because there is still so much gettable market share um, that we see opportunity to continue to express the Matterport value proposition to an entirely new customer base uh, this year and next. Right, so we're, you know, we think we could potentially be growing faster if we had more tailwinds, most certainly, uh, supporting the growth of the RE industry, not constraining it. Uh, but we have continued to be successful in finding ways to grow within this constrained market. Okay, great. Uh, congrats on a solid quarter, RJ, uh, JD. Um, thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. And the next question comes from Elizabeth Porter with Morgan Stanley. Great. Thank you so much for the question. I wanted to follow up on your comments on just investing in the capacity to sell to larger enterprises. Can you just give us an update on the ramping of those heads and just an update on sales efficiency overall? Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Elizabeth. Uh, first, we have um, done two things. We, as mentioned, we have been steadily increasing the capacity uh, of our sales force and, and really, you know, I would say the team that represents the entire sales lifecycle. So that's 
of course, uh, the sales folks, the sales ops, uh, customer success and customer support teams, and finding ways to create just greater operational efficiencies with how we are utilizing the workforce in, in more efficient ways as well. So not not only adding, uh, you know, uh, to the capacity, but also increasing the efficiency as well. And uh, we've done this combined actually with a, a lot of really strong improvements uh, in our marketing programs and marketing strategies and investments uh, that together have uh, generated uh, very positive gains in overall uh, Matterport productivity. And we measure productivity on a, uh, on a broadly speaking, uh, on a um, uh, revenue per employee basis, right? And so our goal at Matterport has always been to, con as we continue to grow, we'd like to grow efficiently, right? As we add capacity, you know, can we further accelerate growth in the top line? And uh, Q3 was, uh, you know, as we really leaned in on uh, those op efficiency activities and really dialed in um, the efficiency of our sales and marketing organization, we saw, you know, immediate results, and you can see it in the results that, you know, we're posting in Q3, and we feel great about that momentum uh, going into Q4. We're being careful about it uh, because it is a very dynamic, you know, market situation out there, most certainly, uh, and it's, it varies, you know, in very unique ways um, between Americas, Europe, and Asia-Pacific. And so we have unique strategies for each of those markets, uh, but so far, uh, all three of them are, are continuing to show really promising and positive productivity improvements that we expect to continue, even in this uh, constrained market. Great. And then just as a follow-up, you paid subs, looked like um, it was coming in a bit weaker. So I just wanted to get a sense for you know, how much of that is just an overall harder demand environment for new customers. Um, in the given macro versus kind of a focus on fewer but larger logos. Thanks. Sure, I'll take it, you know, from the top, and, and J.D. can uh, support on this one as well. Firstly, two things are happening. One is our customer, uh, I say that sort of individually, is getting larger, right, which is great to see uh, the size of these enterprise customers and um, in either the space that they are digitizing or the portfolio uh, of properties that they're digitizing is also uh, continuing to grow as we, we talked about on the call. And, and, and so that's doing a couple of things, right? You know, as we continue our journey and our expansion into an extraordinary enterprise opportunity, the average size of a Matterport digital twin in terms of square footage or square meters is continuing to grow, right? And uh, and second to that is the, the size of the company, as mentioned, is also uh, getting larger. So there, there indeed is, you know, a bit more work, a little bit more complexity, certainly, than SMB and, and self-service, you know, down to our uh, starter tier to get these businesses online. The good news is, though, that uh, the revenue per space is, goes up dramatically with these larger customers and these larger spaces. This has been driven by um, the very important and new enterprise pricing model uh, that we introduced last quarter, uh, and we've uh, been rolling it out actively around the world, uh, and it's a value-based model um, that is uh, demonstrating already, you know, tremendous upside potential here on a revenue-per-space basis uh, that allows us to just scale the business overall 
as the size of those spaces and the size of our customers grow, right? So this has been a, you know, a, a significant advancement for us in the business model and our go-to-market approach, and we're still in the very early innings of it, uh, but we really like what we're seeing so far. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And once again, please press star, then one, if you would like to ask a question. And the next question comes from Galmundo with uh, Wolf Research. Hey, thanks for taking my questions. Um, RJ, first, I'd just like to kind of look at a trend of growing um, spaces under management, solid at 40%, subs growing at uh, 50% in total. Um, <clears throat> when you look at the um, that ratio, um, is it fair to say that, in, in effect, there's, there's, there's an element of seeding? And how should I look at subs as a leading indicator of both the paying, use, paying subs in the future and also potentially increasing spaces under management? Thanks, Gal. It's, it's a dynamic one. This is, this is an evolving story, and we're going to continue to talk about this um, as it unfolds. And you, you see a couple of things that are happening here. And, you know, as Elizabeth just um, – asked and, and alluded to, you know, we are uh, not all sum is the same, right? And, you know, in the earlier days of Matterport, you know, there was maybe a much closer, I wouldn't say one-to-one, -one, but a, a closer ratio of accounts to spaces that you could map. But as the nature of our customer base and the nature of these subscribers uh, continues to shift up into, you know, very large entities, um, and companies that have, you know, portfolios, in many cases, tens of thousands of facilities or buildings um, or retail locations uh, to go Matterport to create a digital twin from, uh, that's going to that's gonna skew things because one account could map to one very large facility or one account could map to, you know, tens of thousands. Um, what you're also um, going to see is uh, a continued investment in that, um, uh, what we call the self-service tier, the freemium tier, and the starter tier because it is a fantastic touchless way to bring new customers into the Matterport platform and customer lifecycle. And in particular, uh, this mix is also changing, right, from what initially began as small either individual homeowners or uh, property managers for, say, an Airbnb um, to get one or two spaces Matterported on this tier is also becoming the on-ramp uh, for enterprises to evaluate and try out the Matterport technology with just a smartphone in their pocket, downloading our free app, and scanning a manufacturing facility uh, to prove uh, the power of our digital twin in a, you know, in a touchless manner, right? So uh, this is why I say this is a bit of an evolving um, picture for us. Uh, on, on a correlation basis because uh, we have so many of these new uh, customer profiles entering the mix in a pretty material way, right? And, uh, and that's going to, I think, continue to shift things around for us as we evolve, where you might see more spaces or more revenue from fewer um, spaces and fewer subscriptions. Gotcha. Very helpful. And then um, maybe, uh, J.D., maybe for you, um, when I look at a um, subscription um, revenue, especially around the gross margin development, um, it's the second quarter in a row that's kind of in the low 70s. Last year you were doing high 70s. Uh, what's 
driving that and what should we be modeling going forward um, as we move, let's say, into next year and just kind of more midterm? Yeah, thanks, Gal. From the subscription gross margin perspective, we've done a few things this year. We've made some investments, which is impacting uh, the last couple of hundred basis points of, of that gross margin. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last call uh, as well in Q2. Uh, we've added a number of customer support functions uh, and extended our uh, professional services offering um, around the world in more languages and more uh, hours to service you know, kind of the global customer base. So that's one piece of it. Uh, we've also uh, working in the technology side to uh, bring uh, more efficiency to uh, the processing and serving of the digital twins uh, globally as well. And so that added a little bit of infrastructure costs. Well, we think that over time, however, uh, now that those uh, foundational elements are in place, uh, we can continue to grow subscription gross margin. In terms of modeling uh, for the next quarter, I would model it roughly flat because it will take us some time to realize uh, that those scale benefits. Uh, so that's what I would do with respect to modeling. Uh, and, then, and then finally, uh, you know, I don't believe over the long term there's really anything structurally different in our overall gross margin, of course, which has three, three, three points, three parts, not just the subscription gross margin, but also services and product, which uh, services uh, is, of course, above our, our long-term model and holding very steady at, at 35%, and then uh, product gross margin is actually starting to, to recover from some of the low points it had earlier in the year uh, to right. just above break-even. It's really helpful. Thank you. Thank you. And this concludes the question and answer session. I would like to return the floor to Mr. R.J. Pittman for any closing comments. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on Matterport's Q3 earnings call. We appreciate all the great uh, questions and dialogue, and we look forward to providing you update on our progress uh, in the next uh, quarter's earnings. See you then. Thank you. The conference has now concluded. Thank you for attending today's presentation. We now just your line.